0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Building Your Business right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I am your host, Sarah Joy, and right back with us again for a third time because she's an absolute delight and a moundful of beautiful wisdom is Elaine Jacques. We're going to today be talking about connecting. It is an art, and some people do it very well. Elaine Jacques is a wonderful connector on LinkedIn and knows how to make people feel good and heard. She knows how to connect people and supports them in a way that is extraordinary. She has a passion for helping people to have more effective communication, more transformative conversations and coaching of people and their legacy phase career, successful career people around the age of 50 who are looking to extend their focus out of just climbing out of the corporate ladder into making a greater footprint in the world and leave a legacy that will live beyond them. Um the reason why I keep having Elaine back is that she is an exuberant person. She's a wonderful soul and you will hear this. And I, I really do invite you to go back and listen to the other shows that she's done with me because um each one of them that there's a light that comes from her that really will shed you know, um, light upon what you're looking at. But just the warm personality of who she is really makes a difference. And she really does know how to communicate. And so I just had to say, darling, you've got to share your beautiful artistry on how we community Our networking today isn't out there meeting people physically our networking now is done through social media and it isn't about just here's my business come and join me and pitch 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 it's about integration and it's about communication and it's about
1: participation isn't it Elaine welcome back love Absolutely. Thank you so much, Sarah. I'm so pleased to be back and so honored and just excited to have another wonderful conversation with you.
0: We always have wonderful conversations and and it's, as I said, you're such a beautiful light and so warm, but you... Are so supportive on LinkedIn, where you really do um, hashtag people, you've got to meet this person, you've got to listen to this person, how about you two connect, and just that supportive thing that you do. And when I mention your name to other people, yes, Elaine, everybody lights up immediately. Um, and, you know, it it is an art, but it is an art that you can share with other people. It's not just your signature. It's really, really important that we really participate in a conversation rather than just pitch something isn't it
1: oh absolutely the I think the easiest way to connect with another human being is to give them the opportunity to feel heard Mm. and to feel like they're important Uh, there's a lovely quote you know how I love quotes and I never can remember where they come from but (laughs) but there's a lovely quote that says if you want to be interesting to someone be interested If you want to be a good communicator, be a great listener. And I really find that that's true is ask great questions, ask people about them, help them feel heard and valued. And immediately they feel more drawn to you. And then you have the basis for starting a really wonderful relationship.
0: Yeah. It's really, really important. You know, like I know that um, LinkedIn can sell Uh, You know, a whole load of people that will sign up with you. And I've never done that because I prefer looking at who is the person. Oh, very interesting. I like that. I like what they represent or I like what the company represents. I would like to meet them. You know, a great connection, guys. Let's chat. And then, you know, that the ball goes from there, doesn't it? It's not just about pitching yourself um, or getting the numbers. What, what? who cares what the numbers are? It's really about the quality of the relationships that you have.
1: Absolutely. It, it really is. I think one of the things that I hear the most that um, business people talk about is that people do business with people they know, like, and trust. Yes. And how do you start that? Well, I I don't know you. I can't possibly like you yet. So how can I trust you? And so you come at me and you try and sell me something. That's not a way to make me feel valued or heard or known or like I should connect with you. So starting out thinking about how can I add value to you? How can I connect with you as a person is a much um, more effective way to connect with people and then to build those relationships that will end up with someone saying, oh, hey, you have to connect with Sarah. She's perfect for this. And I can't believe you don't know her already. And those are the kinds of things that I really love to do. And I, I'm, I'm like blushing that, you know, when you say my name to other people, they say good things about you. Oh, no, no, That's they do. Mean. I promise you
0: they do. It's oh, Elaine. Yeah, everybody immediately perks right up completely because you're so good at what you do. You really do make people feel that they count. And in a world of, of countless people, we really want to know that you hear me, you see me, you know my name, you know? And that's important because it doesn't matter if we have exactly the same business as someone else. It's all about a different ingredients going in the dish, right? Everybody else is making the dish one way, you adding a different ingredient. It doesn't make it better or worse. It just makes it a different taste, that's all. And if people aren't willing to get to know you then, why would you want to do business with them
1: if they can't give you the time of day? Absolutely. No, that's so true. And I don't know about you, but I tend to be someone who, once I have found a business, a company, a brand, a person that I really like, I am super loyal and I will mm. refer tons of people to them. And that to me is the benefit of thinking about relationship first is yeah, you can make a sale. You know, I might buy a one-off thing from somebody and go, oh, okay, that was an all right experience. I'm not going to keep coming back. And I'm right. certainly not going to tell lots of people about it. Whereas if you get to know me as a person and you say, this is how we can work together. This is how it's beneficial. If you're respectful of me and my needs and don't keep pushing things on me, I'm going to refer tons of people to you. And over time, that's going to be worth so much more to you than just that single sale. You are building a
0: community, right? And and you may not have interactions with everybody in that community all the time, but then you know, you know what? I've got to introduce you to so-and-so or oh I need so-and-so services right now you know in time to reach out but you've built this wonderful community where you at least know who they are what they represent and you want to do business with somebody where you know that there's the integrity you yes. know there's the dignity there's the respect of who you are not just like I want a quick sale yeah, as you said, forget about that. You know, yeah. we want to know that you actually, if you're pitching something to me, have you actually looked at my bio? Yeah. Do you know it's something I would even be interested in? Nice. If it's something that may be totally kind of left field and I might not know much about it, then present yourself and say, this is what I do. You know, is there any way that you would like to connect with me? And we can have a chat about it. And not everything is going to end up in a sale. In my case, not everything is going to end up in a podcast. Mm -hmm. I I I interview the people that I really feel have got something to contribute, that I really do feel the synergy and the energy from. Not Mm -hmm. everyone's going to be like that. But that interaction is so important. And you're building a community of people where it doesn't matter what we each do. It's not competitive. It's that collaboration and supportive of each other, because that's the only way to move forward.
1: Absolutely. And I love, I love what you were saying, because what it makes me think of is everybody knows somebody, mm-hmm. even if I'm not the perfect customer for you. I happen to have a really big network on LinkedIn, which I love. And I'm very respectful of, as you well know. And I like to be super supportive and I like to connect people. And so sometimes when I'm talking to people frequently, when I'm talking to people, I will say, who are your ideal connections? And I take notes in the conversations that I have to make sure that I don't forget anything important. And I will go back through those notes. And I was like, Oh, this person should connect with this person as I'm having those different conversations. Well, that's something that maybe you tried to sell to me and now I'm, Oh, Okay. I'm not going to introduce you to those 13 other people that I think would be really great to you if yeah. you have been disrespectful to me or just mowed me down with the wholesale process. So building those relationships really has ripple effects of for someone like me who loves to connect people of I'm, I might not know your ideal connection yet, but what about that conversation I'm going to have next week that's on my calendar with somebody who I don't know yet? Exactly.
0: I mean, I've just had that conversation with somebody and immediately have sent them to loads of people that they need to know, you know, Um, and that's, you know, it feels good to be able to pass somebody on, you know, oh, you've got to meet. And, you know, especially when you get the feedback and go, oh, thanks for the introduction. You know, this is great. We're going to do this. Now I'm hearing somebody in the back of my head saying, but what's in it for me? Mm -hmm. right and you're spending so much time just connecting other people supporting other people that doesn't always reflect on business coming back to you right but that's not the point is it the business that will come back to you will come back to you truthfully and honestly when it does but you're doing this because you really do care about people making those connections
1: Absolutely. And I think approaching it from the standpoint of immediately what's in this for me, you limit the impact that you can have because you're right. There are people that, you know, I've introduced an amazing gentleman from Australia to a wonderful gentleman in Chicago Mm -hmm. and they've had a great, you know, business that they've had together. Well, what's in that for me? Did I make business off of that? Did I get a referral fee? No, absolutely not. That's not why I did it. But Now, if I want to introduce somebody to them that they're like, I'm not sure, whatever, if my name is associated with it, they think, oh, okay. So they're more likely to have those conversations with people who might not have the big flashy profile, but because I say, you know, I've met them or I've had a conversation with them. They seem like a person of integrity. I'd like for you to at least spend 15 minutes of your time with them. You know, these are busy people. Some of these people that I speak to. And they are willing to have those conversations. And again, that's not business for me, but it's me using my ability to connect people and to do so respectfully that allows other opportunities for other people. Well, every single person that you help has that positivity associated with you. Yes. And they're going to know people who may be, a year from now, they meet mm-hmm. someone and they go, Oh, Elaine helped connect me with this really important person for me. And now I've met somebody who's her ideal connection. Perfectly. That's how it comes back to you. Yes. It's not boom, boom right there, no. but it's that ripple effect that goes out into the world that says, You know what? I'm trying to help. And so eventually that's going to come around to me. And in a really, really positive way which is amazing
0: you're seeding seeding you're watering and you're nurturing yeah right and who knows when those seeds are going to to grow and in which way they're going to grow but you just keep watering and nurturing it is not for us to look at the end game it is to look at us at what are we building
1: yeah
0: right and and when we think about having in that collective consciousness, that collective community, like soul heart minded people that are there in support of one another. Vibrationally, we are sending out a symphony of positivity that automatically draws people towards the orchestra. And I've met so many people that perhaps in the past I wouldn't have approached, but now it's like you've either introduced me to them Or I've come across people and go, uh, maybe in the past, I wouldn't have had the confidence. And now I have the confidence. They can say no. The chat can go nowhere. But unless you're willing to open up and make that connection, how will you know? Right, So it's not about your Rolodex of, of um, how can I make money out of these people. It's the Rolodex of how you can connect people to one another to build a better, greater vibrational community.
1: Absolutely. And I love that. And I love, I always love your visual pictures that you build with your words of, of drawing people into the orchestra. I love that. That, that, that really speaks to me. Um, and, and I love the concept of just saying we're all interconnected, mm-hmm. how we don't know, but we can help strengthen those connections and how that's going to come back to us, who knows, but for me, and this touches on my legacy phase work that I do, it's part of my legacy on the planet is I want for everybody's life who I touch as much as I can to be a positive thing, to make those positive changes. And even if a conversation, all it does for some person is help them have more confidence or helps them smile so that they don't yell at their kids (laughs) or whatever it is, It can be something as simple as that that can make us such a big difference. Uh, An example that's come to my mind is I was standing in line at a store. This was, of course, pre-COVID. There was this long line at the store and the young woman who's behind the counter was obviously getting very frustrated. She was pretty new at her role, it would seem, based on the interactions. And when I got up to the front, I had made a decision that I said, I'm not going to immediately go into what I need from her. I'm going to just Mm -hmm. smile at her and say, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. And I thought she was going to burst into tears. She was like, oh, thank you so much for asking how I'm doing. And the interesting thing to me is because I'm kind of a nerd. So this was a little bit of a social experiment for me was I kind of paused on my way out of the store, just pretended I was looking at something and I just listened to how she interacted with the next person after me. And it was so much different than the person that had been before me. Right. Just because she felt heard, she felt respected. She She felt felt like an actual person. And that's something that we can all do for each other, whether or not it brings business to us whether or not we ever go back to that store again, you've made a difference. And that's going to make a difference for at least X number, who knows what it is, people after that, even if they're rude and horrible, she still feels like she's been seen as a person. Yeah.
0: I mean, um, I've done a lot of personal shows on that, on um, the difference that we can make with a smile. You know, yeah. the difference we can say, you know, when you go up to a barista and somebody has ordered the Macchiata, the Macchiata, you know, all of those. And it's like, oh, and I just say black coffee, oh, you know, thank God, and, and a heavy day, huh? You know, uh, all these coffees, make fun, make light, uh, show appreciation. You know, again, I see you, I hear you, I feel you. Don't worry, love, it's gonna get better, right? Mm-hmm. And it's that acknowledgement. Why do we do what we do? Yes, the human aspect of us is that we want to be acknowledged for what we do, our contribution, right? That's the human nature. Are mm-hmm. we seen? Are we heard? Or are we just doing it pointlessly? You mm-hmm. know, it does it does anything that we do count? We want mm-hmm. to know what we do counts. We want to know who we are is making a difference. And we do look for that validation. And so simply saying to someone, wonderful job, or that was great, or, you know, um, here, my supporters with you for that bad day. It makes all the difference in the world to people because now they feel, okay, it doesn't matter if it's been a bad day or that was a bad experience. Somebody just made
1: me feel good. I can pass that on. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I'm I'm thinking of, you know, as you know, and as some people know, I have two careers right now, kind of stepping from one into the other, and I work in the hospital setting. And I think about how when the... The, the nice term is environmental services folks, but most people know them as janitors when they come in and I'm standing at a patient's bedside and they're trying to work around me. And as soon as I notice them, I will step away so that they can have full yeah, access yeah. to the floor and clean and everything. And the way they always ask, Oh, uh, act always kind of hurts my heart a little bit because I can tell they've been treated as your job isn't as important as mine. Right. And I'm thinking, out of everyone's job right now, you cleaning in here is like the the biggest thing ever. Oh, I because mean- clean is so important in the hospital setting. And I will and I will say to them, I will say, they'll say, oh, I'm so sorry. And I say, no, 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 your job is very important. Yeah. We all work together and every person here matters. Thank you for the good work that you're doing. Yes. And just the look on their face of being acknowledged and not treated like, oh, you're just some little servant that runs around here is, is a gift that I can give them.
0: Yeah. And I'm so, so with you. I say it so many times that when you walk into a business, if it's dirty, if the bathrooms are dirty, do you want to do business with that person? Because you automatically think they're neglectful. If they can present this, why would I want to do business with them? Because it, it just shows kind of, Tardiness and and a lack of respect. When you go into a place and it's all polished nice and shiny, automatically you're kind of "Mm, yeah, impressed. Doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if it's an old building or a new building, it's well kept. So you think these people care. Your janitor is the first impression. Oh yes.
1: Oh yes.
0: Show them some respect.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. They're taking care of your business in a way that presents that first front.
0: Yes. Yes, it, they've laid the stage. Yes, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, it, it, and that's something that for me, I, I actually, um, well, I'm, I'm about ready to do a post on LinkedIn about this because it, it has been so heavy on my mind today. Yes, but yes, it got to come out. <laughs> respect, respect is, is a reflection of your character. Wow, yeah, absolutely. Not the person's title. No, you shouldn't treat someone differently because, oh, you're my boss or, oh, you're an underling. I don't have to respect you. We all started somewhere and we all work our way up. And you being respectful is going to be the thing that sets you apart from so many other people. And to kind of bring this back around to connecting with others, I will I will say that I do, there is a, a line beyond which, you know, I don't interact with people on my posts, but for the most part, I will make a respectful comment back. If someone's at least decent yes. on my post, I will acknowledge their contribution to making a comment on my post because people don't have to comment on your post. Right. Exactly. So as long as it's not rude or disgusting, um, yep. I, I will acknowledge it. Because I think this is someone who, because I remember I haven't been on social media very long. And I remember when I first got on social media, it took me probably eight months to have the guts to even make a comment on someone's post. I was like sweating and freaking (laughs) out, my heart's beating fast, everything. And I think now I'm so far from that, you know, now I can make this whole, you know, hopefully wise comment on someone's post and be very supportive and everything and i'm not scared to do that but at first i was terrified like oh this is going to be judgmental and this is going to, you know like what are they going to think and i think i probably said great post you know yeah <laughs> i didn't even know how to tag someone the whole thing but for me that was frightening and i think if this is that person if they were me yeah. you know from 3 years ago I need to acknowledge that I need to validate the fact that they were brave enough, maybe after eight months to say something like, thanks for sharing this. Yes. Even though it might not seem like that much to them. I, I know what that feels like. It was terrifying to make that first comment, which seems silly now, but we all started somewhere. Yes. And so to acknowledge that and to validate other people helps them feel more connected to the community as a whole and helps them feel seen and helps them feel like, I can do this.
0: Confident, confident in that interaction. Mm-hmm. We also have seen social media change quite considerably. It has become the new networking platform because we can't mm-hmm. physically be out there. And whereas, you know, I hated that whole networking thing We really it was just an exchange of cards. Mm-hmm. You know, I would find one person that I found very interesting and then be engaged with them. You mm-hmm. know, and, and it's not about how many cards I get out there because all it felt like was a swapping of cards and pitching at each other. And I just felt, well, what's the point? Nobody's mm-hmm. really got to know each other and I prefer to get to know someone yes we have that ability through social media now to get to know someone it's the introduction you know oh um hi thank you for connecting i really like what you do you know are you open for a chat or maybe i just will some people just say thanks for the connection and wait to see if they respond if they respond Mm -hmm. and say oh you're welcome then i say ask more questions about what Mm -hmm. they do are you open for a chat and you know it's you talked about the ceo and the janitor i really don't care what your title is i really don't care how important you are in the world in a sense of your title i'm always going to hold you accountable for your character for who you are as a person heart soul and spirit what's your contribution and if there's ego there i'm not interested in your ego i'm interested in who you are as a human being and what you're doing and your title means nothing to me other than respect the fact that you have got wherever you've got but
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: not what uh, drives me towards oh this person's important i've got to i've got to interview them no it's about what are you doing who yeah. are you as a person do i want to know you because if i want to know you maybe my audience wants to know you
1: exactly exactly no and that's so true and i um to go back to my hospital experience i will tell you that it's it's not someone's title that makes them likable or right. respectable. It's how they treat other people because obviously well, we're oh working yeah, in a hospital yeah. setting at, <laughs> I have the uh, opportunity to work with a fair number of egos that are pretty significant (laughs) in size. Um, And, and, you know, it, it, it doesn't, um, it doesn't really float my boat all that much. Right, I I will be polite because that's who I am, Yes, but I'm not going to, oh, deferential and everything because you've been rude and I've seen you absolutely rip the face off of somebody who didn't deserve that right and that's a reflection of who you are as a person and i don't have a lot of respect for that so that's definitely cool. someone who i encounter online who does respectful comments who does respectful videos who you know is supportive is someone who i think oh that's somebody i want to be connected with that's somebody who i want to have in my zone of influence and that's somebody who i think i'd like to connect them with other people right as well.
0: yeah you, you stand by them like as you said yeah. before uh, when you refer someone because of who you are and, and the kind of people you like to align with, people are already, already open to receiving that person because you know that they're going to be of a certain caliber.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And that's, yeah. that is, is important. It's, again, not about how many people like you or how important, uh, you know, people are in your community. It's about, you know, who is in synergy with your, your mission, your yeah. core, your, your heart and do you really believe in the work that they're doing Mm -hmm. and do you really want to get behind it because by introducing and sharing you're getting behind them Mm -hmm. right now some people will say okay i don't have the time to go on social media and doing this and i say well then you haven't got the time to invest in your business social media is not a thing it's all an algorithm We're all an algorithm, you know, our vibration begets the vibration that we invite. Mm -hmm. It is the way we do business now through this networking. If you can't put aside time to be interactive, to cruise through the comments, to make comments, to build up your network, to build up your community, to introduce yourself to other people, then you're not giving your business the time that it needs. Because Mm -hmm. this is the way we do business now, isn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and I like to I like to give the analogy of, you know, pre-covid we went to parties and we yeah, met yeah. people and everything. If you put out a post, it's like you walking into a room at a party and saying, "Hi." And people comment back. They go, "Oh, hi. My yes. name is such and such." If you don't then acknowledge those comments, it's that same scenario yeah. of you going, "Hi," and people going, "Hi," and you going, "Yeah." <laughs> you're not going to connect with people and people, you know, the quote goes, people aren't going to remember what they, you say, they're going to remember how you made them feel hundred percent. And I will tell you that there are people who I have regularly gone and supported because I like their content who never comment back to me, right. Never acknowledge my comment. Yes. And That sticks with me. I will Mm. tell you that some of those people I don't support anymore because I feel it's very one sided. It's not interactive. It's not interactive. And so it's like me going and saying, I really loved your book. That's an incredible thing that you did. And you going, I don't feel heard. I don't feel like, well, what am I doing here? Why am I bothering to share this with you? I'm going to go talk to someone who's actually going to talk to
0: me. Well, it also makes you feel, okay, what is it about my voice that you don't want to listen to? (laughs) And whose voice are you listening to? Yeah. Because is it that you're just ignoring me? Or are you just ignoring all of this? Because, you know, I say this to so many people, when you put out a posting, it's not for everybody then to just, you know, to like or follow. I've, I've said the my birthday this year, uh, in early October, I have had between LinkedIn and Facebook, 300 people um, or more wish me happy birthday. Not just a like, but wish me physically happy birthday. That didn't happen overnight. This is because I go in and wish other people happy birthday. I go and inquire about other people. I go in and support other people. And so when my birthday came up, you know, they, oh, it's Sarah's birthday, let's wish her happy birthday. And this is the interaction that we need to have with one another. This, we've got to understand community is, is about us coming together to support, to share, to uplift, to enlighten uh, and to be there for one another. And this is just a different format of doing it. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to be rude at a party when somebody says hello to you and go, I don't like the way she's dressed, so I'm not going to pay any attention. You know, you're the one losing out. right? So leave your ego and your shallowness alone. This actually today, I think the social media is really inviting and almost demanding depth from people.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And I will tell you, I resonate so much with, I would much prefer to go to an event or go to a party and talk to one person in depth than to talk to any number of people and just have a little shallow conversation. I I can't stand little shallow stuff that That, does not work for me. It doesn't feed my soul. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll do it because, you know, you want to be polite. You want to be gracious. And until you get past that little bit of shallowness, you can't have those in depth. Right. Exactly. But I enjoy those in-depth conversations so much more and getting to know people, even if it's just online through comments, through that consistency is where you can get to those more real conversations. And, you know, sometimes it's okay. I know I'm busy, but this person has made insightful comments over the last two weeks on my posts. I'm going to reach out to them and say, Hey, we should have a conversation. I've appreciated that you have made these, you know, nice respectful, whatever comments on my post, you're acknowledging their time. And sometimes I have reached out to people and they seem shocked that I've even noticed. And, and it's well over time that, that depth has, has come from, I see your name. I recognize your picture now. And I'm seeing that you're making respectful comments that you're, you know, no, you're actually reading through my post, not just going great post, you know, but which yeah. is fine. That's yes. okay. If it's the first time you've commented, thank you for yes. commenting at all. I applaud your bravery because I was there once, you know, but if if I see consistently you trying to have a conversation with me in those comments, I'm going to be more likely to say, hey, you're someone I want to reach out to. Right. And then we can see where that goes from there about who I might want to connect you to and how can I help you? Because I feel that you have seen me and you've respected me and you validated me and then I go, start going to your posts and supporting you and that reciprocity starts going around and we're building more community. Yeah,
0: exactly. And, you know, a lot of people will go, you know, but um, I miss the human touch or the human interaction. And I go, yeah, it's very nice to actually be in a room physically with other people, you know, face to face. But let's not diminish you know, what we're going through right now. Here we are on Zoom. We're talking face to face. Yeah. Uh, for those that are listening you know we're actually looking at each other as we're talking here and the there is it's nice you know I've never met you physically but I you know we've this is our third show I really do feel I really know you well otherwise I wouldn't have you back again the vibration of how we feed each other and how we connect with each other that signature it doesn't matter if it's online or whether it's through posting, or whether it's just through that interaction, as it as as it would be physically, it's still a connection. You're still vibrationally connecting with one another. So yeah. don't use, you know, the the machinery, mm-hmm. as a, as an excuse not to connect. Oh, I only like to connect with people face to face. You're the one losing out. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. This is the new norm. It's going to be like this way after COVID has happened, because it also opens up the fact that you can interview or you can speak to people
1: and you can connect with people from all over the world. Yes. Isn't that exciting? Yes, <laughs> it is so exciting. I I can't tell you that for me it's like a special form of happiness glow, you know, lift, mm. whatever you want to say. When I introduce someone that I've talked to from you know Australia or Taiwan or you know somewhere in Europe, and I introduce them to someone that I've met from somewhere else in the world, not in person. Mm-hmm. I'm just this conduit to yes. connect people together. And that's so much fun for me where I, you know, I say, Oh, do you know this person? No, I have no idea. You know, maybe cause they're, they're not as active on LinkedIn mm-hmm. or maybe because they don't have as big of a network, whatever it is, I get to be the conduit between two very different people in the world in very different places. And the three of us probably will never meet in person. And and I don't care. It is so much fun. I love that about LinkedIn and just the interconnectivity that we can have with people all over the world. And so this is something that I think this is such a gift. Technology is such a gift to us. And yeah, it's great to be able to touch someone and give them a hug and everything. But right now we can't do that. And there are some people that we're never going to be able to do anything more than this. Yes. And this is a gift this is a way to connect with people more meaningfully than just through a comment or something like that, that I think is so powerful and so amazing and just so much fun.
0: Definitely. And you don't know where it's going to go from. I've just been part of a a source of wonder summit. And uh, two years ago I did this series on let's get synced and it was about the emotional um, change of climate before you do climate change right you know the people that are out there that are working with the whole emotional change because until you actually look at the changes that need to be done and you emotionally become engaged with it, you're not going to do the practices that are needed. And these people were international people from anywhere, from from Italy, from Spain, from Iraq, from Germany, from the Netherlands, from England, from the States, um, from Australia, from everywhere. And it was a wonderful, wonderful series of meeting these wonderful people who are doing so much good work. And then I was invited to be a part of of a seminar, the Source of Wonder seminar, and each one of those were doing a uh, contribution and I sent mine in. And then it comes back that there's 80 people, and I'm amongst the Deepak Chakras, the Jane Goodalls, the Laszlo's, and numerous other people that have a huge international effect. And I'm extremely honoured to be in the same company of these people. But when I did the series, it wasn't like, well, you know, what are you going to do for me? When are you going to have me on a one, you know, what am I going to get out of this? I'm doing this to put the information out. The fact that I got invited back, which also led me to be invited back to another one in Iraq, you know, it's... This part of the seeding is part of where the growth comes and you never know what you did a year ago, two years ago, 10 years ago is going to come back. But it's the impact that you're making on someone through that interaction, through that connection, through how you're nurturing and supporting other people is what's going to keep you engaged in their memory, in their community. Yes.
1: Yes. No, absolutely. And it's it's just, I love the visualization that you're giving of the seeds and the nurturing. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know. And it may never come back in a direct way right. to us, but just that somebody else says, Oh, I remember that Sarah mm-hmm. came on this summit and she was amazing. And so I wanna ask her if she'll do this other show right, or right. this other summit. And just the the possibilities that happen, it's just, it's so fascinating to me. All the people you know that I've met and that I've met through you and people that I've sent to you saying you have to connect with Sarah. She's amazing, she's wonderful. I actually I had a gentleman that I'm connected to who was on a different show. And you know, I had reviewed the show for him because he was saying, Oh, it was my first show. Could you give me some pointers and everything? And I was so appalled by the host that I said, Oh, no, 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 no. See, you have had a terrible first experience, and (laughs) I want you to go talk to Sarah because she's fabulous. She's amazing. She is a wonderful podcast show host. And I have had such a beautiful experience with her. And so he did. He you actually were kind enough to invite him on your show. Which which
0: which one was it? Because you sent me so many.
1: (laughs) 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 Who was it? It's true. I have sent you so many. Yeah, <laughs> I actually sent you another person this morning. I was like, "You oh, know, I I haven't seen that show. yet." No, I've been too busy all day with shows. But no, I'll be looking. Okay. I should
0: be looking for sure.
1: So, but but i'm 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 going to resist and i'm not going to tell you who it is. Tell me later, I'll, tell me later. I will tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> but and and he had a wonderful experience. And for him, the reason why i bring this up, for him i connected him to you. He hadn't heard of you. He had a wonderful experience and that gave him so much more confidence yeah. to continue doing what he's doing and be willing to go on more shows where after that first show, he was kind of like, Oh, this wasn't a good experience. I'm not sure I can do this and everything. And I said, Oh no, 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 sweet pea. Like (laughs) you need to go on the show. It will reset your whole view on this. It will be okay, but you need to do this. And, and so I thank you for that because you created that positive experience of being a guest on the show. And I will tell you that, I have gotten far more brave in being a podcast show guest mm-hmm. because of the wonderful experiences you have provided to me. Oh, and that's part you. of the reason why I tell everyone about you. <laughs> well, I'm well, if I mean, you make it so easy, you know, show. people,
0: you know, say, oh, you're a good host. And I said, no, it's the, it's the, it's my, it's my guests, you know, that bring out the best in me and it helps oh. me bring out the best in them. And they're organic conversations, right? Yeah. It's not an interrogation. <laughs> you know, and you know, it's about the yeah, exactly. Tell me about you know, and no, it's not that kind of CNN interview or Fox mm-hmm. News. You know, it's it's all about the organic conversations. I want to know your why. I want to know who you are. You know, why are you doing what you're doing? What compelled you to do it? What were the difficulties in getting there? Whom do you serve? And and what is it about that you love so much about mm-hmm. doing it? And I had you on um, our last show was with Chris Salem. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Chris is, is a business person and he has kind of a different type of vibe. But one of the things I, I really do like a gift that I've been given is knowing when I can put people together and you know you are both definitely the yin and yang of each other you're kind of opposite in many ways but complement each other and I remember after the show say this was so complimentary because you really did complement each other so much you're both unique in your styles but the way that you made it come together was like a really you know two good artists doing a harmony that really resonated and it was a beautiful show
1: it was and it was so much fun and I actually I met Chris in New York at an event in person so I met him and his lovely wife Maria and that was so much fun but interestingly I had spoken to him I think like a year prior I had had a conversation just you know we connected and we had a conversation everything and we didn't really talk after that at all And then in, um, supporting the event that I went back to New York, that was my first networking event that I ever went to in person. (laughs) I went to the other side of the country to do that, which, you know, that's, um, and so the, the person who was kind of coordinating the event happened to mention Chris's name. And I said, Oh, I've had a conversation with him. Funny. (laughs) Then to meet him in person. And then of course, to be on the show with, with him, um, on your show, which was so kind of you. So no, it's, has been so much fun for me to be brave enough to get onto social media because it was a really big deal for me. I had never been on any social media, and LinkedIn is the only social media I've ever been on because of my hospital work. I work with um, some mentally unstable patients from time to time. And so, just from a personal protection and for the protection of my family to not be on social media because I am a little bit recognizable. Um, (laughs) And and so I never had been And getting on and having that sense of community with people Mm. who maybe I would never meet. And then some of them I have met in person, which is interesting and bizarre and so much fun. And it just, It has given me such a bigger and broader view of life and what's possible. And that's something that I just, I want to share with other people by introducing them and connecting them and helping them feel more connected into the community. You know, there have been some times where I've worked with some students and so then I will introduce them to some of these people who probably wouldn't have given them the time of day right. otherwise but because it's me yep. introducing them and then they have a mentor or someone who gives them that key piece of information that helps them get started and i got to be a part of that
0: i know it's great
1: really
0: incredible, isn't it great i mean I, I love it when i see people who i've introduced kind of just take flight you know, and go and do something together because it's like, I recognized the energies that needed to come together, you know, the Mm complementary, and what they do with it is up to them. All you do is introduce, right? It's up to them how it goes about. And, you know, I know that social media gets an awful lot of bad rap and you're so full of this and it's all full of that. And again, I point out, it's an algorithm. What you put out is what you're going to attract. So if you're not feeding the negative, if you're not clicking on the posts that you're not interested in, they're not going to come up in your algorithm. They're going to come uh, the ones that are going to come up are the ones that you are interactive with. So yeah. choose what you're interactive with, whom you're interactive with, how you're interactive, because that is what will grow. It's yeah. not about everybody coming to your page and liking it. Are you going to other people's pages? Well, that's on Facebook on LinkedIn, it's different. But it's about reaching out on LinkedIn and messaging people. I liked yeah. that, or on on a comment list. I really like that comment or give your perspective perspective keep the conversation going because yeah. that is what it's all about it's it's the same way you would like to talk with a client it's the same way that you like to talk with your colleagues it's all about conversing connecting and allowing something to grow and go in different directions and um, you know, talking about meeting people, I had interviewed a whole lot of people in the UK. This was about three or four years ago. And I, I went over there and I just said to, to anyone, you know, that I've interviewed, um, I'm going to be here at this time. And it was like 11 o'clock on a Tuesday, you know, kind of middle of the day. Uh, if anybody can come and meet. And I like 10 people rocked up, which was amazing. And the interesting thing was, is the moment I saw them, I knew them. You know, it it didn't feel like, oh, that's what you're like physically. No, it it was immediately that connection, you know, what we had already got. And I won't say it wasn't necessary to have a physical connection because it's always good to have that. But it wasn't necessary in, in the way in our relationship.
1: Right. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And, and I love that. That's so much fun. I, I, as an introvert that terrifies me just a little bit, <laughs> I'm so proud of you for doing it. Yeah. And someday maybe I'll be brave like you and I'll do that. <laughs> but, um.
0: You just call on your extrovertedness. So that's there somewhere. And it's the extrovert that comes out and does that. And the introvert is going, because <laughs> believe it or not, I'm quite an introvert, which people don't believe, but I am. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. I, I will be brave. I will call on my inner Sarah and I'll be like, I can do this. <laughs> I love that. That's so cute. But I, I think that's wonderful and powerful. And the one thing that I wanted to touch on is that in order to build community, you can't just put stuff out, right? You have to go and interact with other people and let them know that you have You know, there's there's a term um, that people who are really active on LinkedIn use and they call these other people lurkers, Mm -hmm. people who don't react, they don't like, they don't, you know, nothing. So there's no way for you to know that they were there. Right. Yes. And and yet a year later, they'll, they'll want to talk to you on the phone They'll be like, I've been following your stuff. And you're like, really? (laughs) You've never seen you anywhere on anything. Like, how was I supposed to know you were following my stuff? But there are people that that's their comfort Mm. and to recognize that if you want someone to know that you are wanting to interact with them, you have to let them know that you're there. And, and comment on their posts as well. Don't just wait for them to come to yours yes. make it a conversation. Even if it's like a conversation in two separate rooms, right? You know, this is my post and you come comment on mine. And then I come comment on yours in this other room. It doesn't matter if it's in two separate rooms. The important thing is that you're building that overall relationship of getting to know each other. Cause the know, like, and trust it starts with, do I know you? Am yeah. I aware of your existence on the planet? You know, there are 650 million people on LinkedIn. I will never know all of them because um, it's already overwhelming where <laughs> I'm at right now. <laughs> so, because this is, this is the other thing. I'm just going to say this from a technical aspect, I guess, is that there are some people who use virtual assistants. I don't choose to. What that means is that my DM inbox, I'm just going to own this, is what I very unaffectionately refer to as a virtual abyss. Um, it's its a place where there's a lot of messages and I'm so incredibly sorry for all the people who I haven't responded to, um, where I have messages from beautiful, wonderful, amazing people, I'm sure, who I just haven't gotten to because to me, it's so important that you're building the relationship with me. And part of how... I became so solid in that even though I'm not executing it exceptionally well is I went to a networking event where I had regularly commented on a particular person's posts and we had had some DM conversations back and forth. And I'm fairly recognizable. I think, Sarah, that you would recognize me if yes, I and For those to, who are just
0: listening, beautiful reddish, full hair there, and gorgeous eyes and smile. You, you would know her, believe me. Thank you.
1: <laughs> I do look really remarkably like my LinkedIn profile photo. So, yes. um, so, but I came to the event and I walked up to her with this sense of like, oh, I recognize you. Mm. This is so great to get to meet you in person. And she had no recognition of me whatsoever. Right. Because she uses a virtual assistant and I had been building this relationship with her virtual assistant who was not at this event. And it struck me so hard. Yeah that she had no idea who I was and I thought I'd been building a relationship that it just felt really fake and I thought I don't ever want to do that with somebody else. I want every interaction that is in the comments, that is in the DM inbox, anything like that, I want it to be directly with me. So what that of course this means is that I have lots of people who I have yet to have a conversation with because of that, but when you do
0: have it, it's yes. going to be with me. Genuine. I, I 100% agree with you. You know, like I, I do wear all the hats in my business. And people say, well, why can't you pass this hat onto this and virtual assistant for your appointments and this for that and that for that. And I, I'm losing the personal touch when I do that. And the thing is, is that personal touch is really important. If yeah. you're coming on a show with Sarah, know who Sarah is. Now, yeah. I have an awful lot of interviews through publicists. And the first time I'm meeting somebody is when we're about to do a show. But we don't just jump right into it. We have a conversation first. Yeah. I want them to feel at ease. Yeah. I'm interested in what they're doing. I'm, I'm just, you know, what we're going to be doing. I talk about but if you don't have that moment to get to know them and generally everybody else, I always do a pre, you know, a chat first before we book a show because I've got to know, are you on the same vibration as what my network is? Are you on the same vibration as me? You may have something wonderful out there, but if, if, there, if this succinctness is not there, then I can't honestly represent it right and that's the i can't be true to it and just as everybody knows elaine's word is true that's why they pay attention to it that's the way i view my uh, name you know when i'm recommending someone to you um i'm doing it because i you know i truly have seen both sides and believe there is a synergy Mm -hmm. nobody else can do that for me Mm -hmm. right no one can do that for you it's the same way as buying Um, likes or buying connections, it's build your connections one person at a time. Is it going to take time? Yes. Is it going to be worth it? Yes. Because in your community now, you've got people who really care about you and people that you care about. That is what's really important.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, you know, there's a woman from India who tagged me on her post a couple of days ago, and she happened to mention in her post that she hadn't been feeling well. Well, I commented on that and I yeah, said, I yeah. do hope you're going to feel better very soon. It, you know, and then I went and commented on the rest of the message of her right. post and everything. But that personal connection of I actually yes. care about how yeah, yeah. her health is as a person, it that makes the difference between my comment just being great post or thumbs up or whatever and me treating her as an actual individual who i see is not just oh you're a content creator or you're an influencer or whatever that she's an actual person to me and i care about her health and her well-being that's
0: what we're all wanting you know is um, i will see some comments you know, especially kind of on the Facebook, uh, less on the LinkedIn, but I do it on LinkedIn too. But somebody will be talking about an issue that they have, and I go, I've got a show for that. You know, so you know, do do come and take a look because this person addresses that problem. Whether they do or not, it's up to them. But what I'm doing is I'm sharing somebody else's expertise with them over the issue they have. But I'm also telling them I'm acknowledging the issue that you have, and this is my way of being there for you. So we're going to be there for people. In in whatever way. You know, the other thing, which I think is a little bit of BS, is this whole thing that we've got to be strong. And we've got to be rah-rah and all of that all the time on our business face. I think that if you can be vulnerable. And if you could say, you know, I'm not feeling well, I just went through a couple of weeks of migraines and I put out that I have a terrible migraine and the amount of people, you know, is, uh, have you tried this? Have you do that? I hope you feel better. Sending you energy, love. And just to know that people care and that energy that they're sending to you automatically makes you feel better. Yeah. And this is, we've got to stop looking at people and go, oh, it's that person. They have no flaws. I love this new word, flawsome. Have you seen it? Yes. Yes, I yes, love I love that we are all Flawsome I love it you know because If we haven't got flaws we're not human beings yeah. And to look at people as As being extraordinary And uh, that there is no flaw to them Or they have no weakness or they have no Challenges in life is Not really to see them for who they are I'm going to give a brief story On, on, on Facebook um, It was several years ago uh, Five years ago in fact My mom was dying And my mom couldn't cross over and she wanted to, she just didn't know how to die. She was 95 and she was really sick at this point. And I asked my community on Facebook, would you please send prayers to my mom to help her cross over peacefully? Uh, My sister was with my mom and apparently it was a dull rainy day and then all of a sudden the light came out, the sun came out and it shone through the window right on my mum. And my mum opened up her eyes and opened up her hands and she just passed peacefully. And this was in less than 24 hours. I firmly and honestly and truly do believe that all over a hundred people commented and sent love and well wishes to her, gave that energy she needed to cross over peacefully. Never underestimate the the energy, the beautiful divine energy that we have in our interactions in what we say and how we support people because it can be so impactful. The same goes though for something negative.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's so true. And that's such a beautiful story. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's, that's one of those heart touching things that for me, it deepens our connection between you and I and helps me see you as not just the radiant, amazing, beautifully <laughs> articulated <laughs> woman that you are, but that you have this whole other story that goes with you. And I always think when you're vulnerable and when you show up as truly authentic as your yourself with all of your flaws mm-hmm. and your flawsomeness, yes. that that you give someone else permission to do the same. I agree.
0: I agree. We're all looking, oh, I've got to be perfect. I've got to have this image of this. Nobody can see that side of me. Boulder dash. Yeah. No, it's by being honest about the vulnerabilities. You know, I've been open and honest on my shows about my my physical diseases I have and how they are challenging to me, but they don't stop me from doing what I love doing right? I just have to work with them. That has opened the door for other people who have the same diseases and say, you can do that? How? Right? By sharing your vulnerability and saying, yes, this is my weak side, but this is the side I choose to be my strength. You're showing other people they can too do that. Mm -hmm. And it's just the how or believing in them that they can. People need to see the vulnerability.
1: Yeah absolutely and it's it's a beautiful gift i think that we can give to each other mm-hmm. because that you know there's been research that's done oh people who look at the like fashion magazines are more likely to be depressed because they airbrush all <laughs> of those photos no one actually looks that way no but, you know, they- <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and, and the same thing goes for you know those perfect videos that you see on LinkedIn that have been raked through by someone's marketing team. Yes, and, and there is nothing wrong with them. Well, I'm going to tell you, I I do some videos every once in a while, and mine don't look that way, and and yes. I leave them that way because that's me. And Organic,
0: you, right?
1: Yes. And yes. one of the things that I really encourage people, and I try to demonstrate through that, is. If I get on a video call with you, I don't want to be shocked or wondered if I'm on the phone with a completely different person. I want to know that how you show up in your videos and how you look in your profile photo, that that's you. And and like a dating look, app, isn't it? Selling, what? <laughs> what is What? that? You don't look anything like photo. Yeah. And I'm actually going to tell you that, that I went to a networking event. This was pre-COVID. And there was a gentleman there who was doing um, headshots for free, which was really lovely and everything. And so I said, oh, absolutely. I mean, how can you pass that up? And and he was very nice. And he's from my area, Southern California, which is not known for its uh, authenticity and how you appear in photos. Um, <laughs> thank you, Hollywood. But yes, yes um, <laughs> so, so he very appropriately based on what he thought I would expect, airbrushed me into my 20s. And I'm 46 years old. I don't look that way anymore. And I'm okay with that. I'm totally fine with that. I have earned all the scars that I have. Exactly. Like like even my gray hair, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I actually reached out to him and I said, I really like the photo. I said, but I need you to unretouch it. Like I need to have some of my wrinkles and I need to have some of the fact that it looks like I might actually have some experience in life and not like, I'm like, oh, 19 and I have no experience. (laughs) And he was stunned. He was really? really stunned. He said, you're the first woman I've ever had reach out to me and ask me to unretouch her and give some of the age experience. you know." <laughs> and and I said, it's so important to me that for a potential client or just someone I'm talking to that when you get on video with me, what you see is what's in my profile photo. Right. now, I'm obviously not wearing that outfit every time I get on a call with somebody, <laughs> but still that. I'm recognizable and that I look like my profile photo because I have gotten on a video chat with some people and been oh how many years ago was your profile photo from? Yes, because, yes. Yeah, you no longer look that way anymore right. and I'm not really even sure it's you. And and that to me lowers the amount of believability in their integrity and that's something that to me because integrity is so important. Yeah, I agree. I don't want someone to go she doesn't even look like her profile photo. I wonder what else that she says in her profile description isn't quite true.
0: I I do that whenever I'm going to interview someone, I go to their site. Mm -hmm. I want to read up a little bit about them. I immediately go to about. And, uh, you know, some people obviously have had the staged photographs, you know, and somebody's done their site. And then I'll have a chat with them. And the amount of times I've said, your site doesn't represent you. Someone has done this in their light or in their understanding, but not in, it's all very pretty and all of that, but I don't see you in it.
1: Yeah.
0: And you know, it's, this is something we've, you know, I re, I, beginning of the year, you know, so you've got to change your site. It's an old template. And, uh, and I said, okay, all right, I hired someone and we ran into so many problems and then found out I couldn't schedule. And then this and that. And then I thought, why am I doing this? You know, why am I trying to be updated? You know, Sarsight to site. self-discovery media is 2,700 shows. And that means blogs and 18 or more, 20 or something uh, genres. And it's, it's all done by me. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking for the flashy and the dashy, then you're really not looking for Sarah and the people that she interviews because I represent the people that are okay being them doing what they're doing for why they're doing it and it's not all about the illusion of what they're doing it's about the reality and so don't come to me if that's what you're looking for right because who you present yourself to be should always be consistent
1: yeah Absolutely. And, and that to me, when I connect with someone that I feel is really real and is willing to share stories about their vulnerability and about the cracks and the facade and all of that, you know, and, and be okay with that. Those are people that I say, I really want to be connected with you because I know that you represent yourself and you represent the truth, the bigger truth of what I want to be a part in our world. These real people, making real connections.
0: We both know Lachelle Atkins, mm-hmm. a, a wonderful, America's super mom. Oh. She's birthed 13 children, has 15 kids, eight of them at home, homeschooled at the present moment. Plus she's running a business and she's a motivational speaker. I said to her, I don't think you sleep. I think you work no. in your sleep.
1: Yes. But
0: we were meant to do a show the other day. and. Uh, she'd had one of those days and she'd done a summit in the morning and uh, her kids were screaming and she had to leave the summit to find there was a scorpion in the kitchen. And it was just one of those days And I said, that's fine, darling, that's fine. You know, we had a nice chat, a good giggle and we'll do it another day. But when I last interviewed her, I had an asthma attack on air. Thank God I don't do live anymore. And I've never seen myself have an asthma attack. And I am contorting. My face contorts. My body seizes up. And I go, oh, oh my God, I look horrific. Yeah. So this is what people are seeing when I go into an asthma attack. I'd never seen myself before. There she's just come. It's okay, dear. Take your time, dear. It's all right, dear. And I'm, the best person for it to happen to, you know, <laughs> obviously got cut out. And but that is me. I'm an asthmatic. I don't know when it's going to come on. And it came mm-hmm. on and and I didn't feel any shame. I didn't feel any blame. We've laughed about it. I've spoken about it uh, on many shows. And that's the thing is, is, you know did she feel any less about me because I had an asthma attack on on air no it's that to accept flaws happen like kids coming in naked during a show or the dogs barking or you know somebody comes and starts talking to you these are all organic just deal with it in the now because what you're showing is reality yes
1: (laughs) yes absolutely and and as much as we try to reach for oh I can't put out anything unless it looks perfect yes People relate so much more to things not being perfect and to recognizing this person's human. And so I can connect with that because I'm human, despite the fact that I like to pretend I have a facade and all that kind of thing. We relate more to each other when we see that we're being real. Yeah. And I think that some people lose sight of that when it comes to online social media that, oh, everything needs to be shiny and everything needs to be perfect. And to recognize we're still people on social media. We're still ourselves. And if you want to present a fake version of you or a shiny version of you, that's your business. But once people get to know that that's not yeah. really you, it causes things to crumble and the know, like, and trust piece isn't going to be there. No, no.
0: And you know, how you are in your life is how you should be in your business. Yeah. All you're doing is wearing different hats to the situation. Mm-hmm. I want to know that who you are representing your business and who you are as a person is the same person, the same core values into the same integrity. I don't want different faces. Thank you. Different hats, Mm -hmm. totally, but not different faces. I want to know I'm dealing with the genuine person who is really who they say they are in their business, that they really are that person in real life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, And I think that we will forgive um little indiscretions of like oh i didn't quite get your product sent out today that you ordered right. last week i'm so sorry but being authentic to say you know my kid barfed on the last package and i didn't think you'd <laughs> want that so i rewrapped it but i missed the mailbox then i'd much rather not get a barf covered exactly. package all the time you know <laughs> so thank you for not sharing that with me you know, but it's it's being authentic to Not, you know, it's a silly excuse, a silly um, example, but, you know, not to give excuses for why you don't meet deadlines, but being real, if there is a real reason for it, like your kid barfed on something, then say that and be willing to say that rather than present yourself as, oh, everything in my company goes perfectly every single time we will meet all deadlines. Well, that's not possible. You can try, but being authentic and genuine and saying human happens we happen, we have yes. lives. stuff yes. comes up. Yep. And as long as you're honest about it, people won't break their loyalty. It's when you're dishonest, even in small ways that that trust it's a crack
0: it's a crack isn't it you know it starts kind of getting bigger and bigger you know what what I've noticed um, through COVID you know is the amount of people that have pivoted a lot of people have either retired or or, you know they can't do their work this way they're doing it that way or they've completely changed altogether but you know when we're watching TV now everybody's doing their shows you know their reality shows their interview shows by Zoom Mm -hmm. and sometimes you'll get people in the middle of a conversation going stagnant and all sorts of facial experience. Oh, the person's frozen. And people will say, to me, oh, are you going to edit all of that? And I go, unless it's a big, huge, you know, hoo-ha there. And no, I just own it. Oh, she's frozen. She'll be back in a moment, folks. And ah, oh, here she is. It's easier to do that yeah. and to keep it real than trying to slice and dice something. And then all of a sudden it doesn't connect back together because yeah. it just shows, you know, shoot happens. Right yeah. and deal with the situation, and I think what COVID has done, whereas instead of the studio everything being perfect, because mm-hmm. you've got people you know up in the in the uh, control center there managing it all, things go wrong with Zoom and. Uh, that has also made people they're doing it from their homes, and you think, Oh, they're going to have their home and it's going to be you know brilliant. And you look at it and go, Oh, okay, <laughs> it's not what I expected to the person's persona, but they're also dressed more relaxed. And really, mm. what you're getting is more authenticity for who they are. You're getting the real them, you're not getting the studio them, right?
1: Yes, be perfectly polished, yes, Which makeup this
0: and that. no use. my nose is shiny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But isn't, doesn't it make us warm to them more? We go, you know, it doesn't matter what your title is, how famous you are, how rich you are. You really are a real person. And that's what we really want is that real person. It doesn't matter what your achievements are. That's what makes you grander and bigger than everyone else. But I still want to know the core person that I admire is there.
1: Yes. Absolutely. I I have to tell you what's popping to mind is earlier this week, I uh, attended a Zoom webinar with Ariane Huffington and another lady who, unfortunately, her name is, I'm not gonna be able to remember. and, and ariana huffington they ended up briefly as as the part of their introduction talking about that oh we all have like the you know zoom outfit where we're all dressed right. up on the top and then everyone's yeah, wearing like pjs and slippers and ariana huffington reached down and she held up she goes i'm wearing kitty slippers today and there's this cute little kitty face and these little ears stick off. and i thought I love that. I I am so much more feeling connected to her. And this is a woman who I've never met. I've never had a direct conversation with. I've commented on her posts because I like some of her, her things that she puts out. She has 9 million followers Uh, on LinkedIn and yet here's a woman who's willing to pull off her slipper and show everyone, right. there's like 400 of us on this call. She wears a little kitty slipper today and she yeah. thinks it's really cute. Yeah. And it just made her so much more real as a person.
0: And relatable.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 I, I, we're, we're craving, we're in a world right now of confusion, of static, of disruption, mm-hmm. you know, with politics it just, ugh, the sewage pit, the, the COVID, yes, we're all COVIDed out, but we're not out of it yet. Um, all the pivoting and change that we've had to do, the unsureness about the economic of the future, all of that can be so daunting. And everybody's had to change some aspect of their business, of yeah. the way of doing things, or even going to totally different careers. And mm-hmm. the, what is the common denominator? of yourself is how real are you how approachable are you how relatable are you how interactive are you how concerned and caring and kind are you because it doesn't matter what you change into business-wise or or any uh, anything else but who you really are is the person that you're always going to take with you so be real because that's what people relate to
1: Absolutely. And that's one of the things that I tell like the leaders that I've worked with is, you know, one of the quickest ways to connect with your team is to start every call with, how's everyone doing today? Yeah. How's it going? And do it and and do it and mean it and let people answer. Yes. 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 Not just, oh, how's everyone doing today? Okay. So get to the (laughs) agenda. And I said, even if you start the conversation with something like, Hey, is anyone else kind of crawling up the walls? You know, yeah. I'm getting kind of tired of seeing these four walls, just something simple like that. You don't have to take a deep dive into, Oh my word, last night I did blah, blah, yeah. blah, because I'm so sick of all this. You don't need to do that. Yeah, But just that quick little statement that says, you know, anyone else having their kids drive them nuts right now? That's it. That's all you have to say and then let people talk just maybe five, six minutes at the beginning of a call will help you stay so much more connected to your team. Yes. You know, for someone who's a leader, a boss, that kind of thing, you know, then just, okay, you know, we're all going to pretend like this is totally normal. And, you know, like we all are sitting in our pristine offices, which no one is. Right. Right. And, you know, what it's showing is that a respect
0: of the difficulties that you're going through um, that, yes, you're putting your, best face forward this is work right you put your work face forward but the turmoil that you might be going on in the back of the ground if the boss or the manager wherever who's conducting it can recognize you know I I know that you're going through a hurricane right now thank you so much for bringing your calmness here today you know it's just showing respect that you see
1: them you hear them and you care yes yes and that makes such a huge difference because to go back to I super think it's a Maya Angelou quote, but you would know that probably better than me. You know, where it, people don't care about what you say. They're not going to remember that. I botch quotes all the time, apparently. I don't, that might, might be Gandhi. Oh, okay. I don't the, know, it the, might be. They, I could be totally wrong. Let us know folks on care. the comments. <laughs> <laughs> people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. I think that one is Gandhi. Right. But the people aren't going to remember what you say, but they remember how... You, You You made them them feel, feel. and I'm still not quoting that correctly, but I think that's my Angela quote. It's so true Mm -hmm. that even just that little touch of compassion, that little touch of empathy, that little touch of vulnerability, saying, "I'm not sitting in my glass tower and everything is perfect for me. My kids sit in perfect little files, and you know, my dog." (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) You know, and and if you pretend that that's the case then people are going to feel like, well, I can't tell my boss that like my house exploded and my dog, yeah. you know, did his business right on that report. I was supposed to send uh, yeah, yeah, printing yeah. it off right now, <laughs> you know, yes. that kind of a thing. Um, you know, they, they don't find that as relatable and then you don't feel like you can bring your whole person. No,
0: no. You're interested into what I can do. You're not interested in who I am. Yeah. Be interested in who they are. Yeah. Then you'll understand what it is they can do.
1: Right. Yes, absolutely. Beautifully said, as <laughs> always, Miss Sarah.
0: So we're, we're in different times and we're going to be here for a while. We're just going into winter now. Um, yes, we're going to see more cases. We're probably going to see more shutdown. It's don't get, you know, use your common sense. Obviously when you're out there, obviously clean hands, mask, respectful distance, all of that. Um, Uh, Even if you don't care, well, I'm fine, I'm young, I'm not gonna get it. You don't know if you're a carrier. So be respectful of the other people around you, right? And their fear. Um, But the other thing is to understand that these Zoom meetings and the webinars and the summits and all of that that are coming up, uh, meetings with your boss and everything are going to continue this way. And they may even continue this way afterwards. And so your social media interaction and don't forget that if you are working for someone, your bosses are watching what you're writing, they're watching who you're inter- interacting with, they're watching uh, who that person is, and that's going to be counted against you if it's if you're ranting and raving or you're bashing someone. So, I mean, it's just a waste of time. Don't do it. Go and punch a, a beanbag somewhere. It's who we are representing ourselves and the social media interactions is who we are as a person in real life. So keep it real, keep it honorable, keep it respectful and keep it truthful.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I cannot emphasize so much more being respectful and presenting yourself as who you would want your boss to overhear you talking at, to, with. Yeah because they have that opportunity it yep. exists they can go back and look at your activity so if you don't want your boss hearing you say that to somebody else maybe don't say it yes
0: you know it, it it's like the email rant, rant and rave. send you can't get it back now in social media you can go in and just you know delete but you don't know who's seen it in the meantime uh it, don't use it as a rant and rave right you know like if you I find somebody else is also feeling that same way. So, you know, let's ha- let's have a chat. Let's just get it off our chest. Do that privately. Don't bring it to the social media. There is enough hate and discord and everything else out there. If somebody's voting one way or if somebody doesn't believe in COVID or if somebody, you know, thinks this is a conspiracy, that's their opinion. Either do not respond at all, or if they make a comment on your own post and say, I respect what you what you think is not the way I think. I wish you well. Don't get engaged in the fight, right? And sometimes don't get engaged at all.
1: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. One of my favorite gracious things to say is, thank you for sharing this. I wish you a wonderful rest of your week.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, if something is really, really bad and I find it's very, very disrespectful, I will delete it off my post. Mm -hmm. I know because I'm sorry you've stepped too far. I'm not going to accept this the other thing too is posting on other people's pages uh you know uh, which LinkedIn I think is harder to do but on Facebook you can and it's like please don't go pitch your service to somebody else's page without asking them without setting up a relationship without looking at a synergy there it's just bad manners all right and so again everything goes back to relationships doesn't it build a relationship with the people online the connection that you make will become very real and you may be seeding and watering and nurturing for the future and you have no idea what's going to come out of it or you know maybe something benefits for you straight away but the biggest benefit you're going to get is knowing that you've supported someone they've connected with somebody that you've introduced them to and they're off making music wonderful doesn't that feel good
1: yes And that's part of your beautiful legacy on this planet is you help someone have a better life. And that's part of your impact.
0: Yes. And that's up to us. It's our choice. Right. So, you know, I say make the right choice and always come from kindness, caring and, and heart love really. I mean, if you don't love who you are and what you do and what, what things mean to you, how can you be lovingly supportive of other people?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, I love that. absolutely. hundred percent.
0: So tell us about what you're doing now um, and all about your business and how people can get hold of you.
1: Oh goodness okay well thank you that's very kind of you so uh as i think i have mentioned before that it's my favorite way to talk about it is i am only on linkedin so if you want to find me online you need to come to linkedin the standard linkedin slash i slash elaine jacques all squished together and i like to say look for the red hair and the big smile and you know you found me will you
0: spell your name too because i know it might be spelled differently in other cultures
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. It is French. So there are a lot of letters that you don't say, but they are there. <laughs> so it's E-L-A-I-N-E is my first name. And my last name is J-A-C-Q-U-E-S. So <laughs> all squished together for my LinkedIn <laughs> profile. So that is how you found that's how you can find me. I am a leadership presence and leadership development coach. I like to use the term leadership instead of executive because Mm -hmm. while I do work with executives, I also work with emerging leaders. And so I don't like someone to feel like they can't work with me because they're not an executive yet. So I use the term leadership presence. A lot of people are familiar with executive presence, but it's basically just how you can present yourself possibly in a more polished and more effective manner. I do a lot of work on presentation skills and body language and just how we communicate with each other. So we can do that more effectively and have conversations that are less about transactional, like I tell you what to do and then you go do it. And we have transformational conversations where we work together to come up with a solution that's maybe even better than what each of us could have come up with separately.
0: Invitational. hmm Mm-hmm. How do people get a hold of you?
1: Oh, So you can get a hold of me on LinkedIn through my LinkedIn profile, if you wish. Um, my email address, which I'm not sure if you put that in the show notes or not, but if you want to, my email address is E-J-A-C-Q-U, not the last two letters, at yahoo.com is the email that I typically give out. So you can certainly get a hold of me there as well. If you are not on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, you know, I didn't used to like LinkedIn, but they've changed quite considerably, and now I find them so much more friendly and more interactive. And it's become a wonderful platform, especially for anybody in the business world. I use Facebook, and that's where an awful lot of my followers are. Um, and and Facebook is sometimes business, and sometimes just you know sharing the whatever, um, mm-hmm. and keeping it light. And you know, and I find personally myself that um having a quote that that is just fun or meaningful or whatever i like to post it up on all of my social medias because it's again just sometimes it's not all about business sometimes it's just about sharing something joyful something fun something Mm -hmm. you'd have a good giggle about i Mm -hmm. um i occasionally put up my own little mini videos and you know i just did one the other day about being thankful what are you thankful for? Because we've just had our Thanksgiving here in Canada, mm-hmm. and the other day I did my own, you know, LinkedIn. Um, thing where where I, I did actually thank all the gentlemen that wished to, wanted to connect, but that it's not a dating service. Um, so I'm not going to respond to it. And it's, uh, yes, you're going to get that with certain people who want to kind of hook up. And very often, I'm not sure they're real people. Um, but, it, you know, it's, it's all very complimentary. Thank you, but no, thank you. And it's okay to say that to people, you know, mm-hmm. thank you very much, but no, thank you. Um, it's not being rude. Um, Sometimes you can just simply delete people once you've friended them and you realize that maybe they're not the real people. This is all part and process of it. The the, the pros and the cons of it. But there are so many more pros. And then there are cons. And the relationships that you can build are absolutely wonderful. And when you see, you know, as you're inspired by someone, you go, "Oh, you've got to meet so-and-so. You know, because you know that there's a synergy there. It is very, very, very uplifting to know that they've connected and doing something together because they got on. You put them together. How awesome is that?
1: It's so much fun. I love that. It's it's to me, it's I can create a positive impact on the world and then it has a ripple effect because of the people that I connect. And how cool is that? Exactly. I got to be a part of something that's bigger than me that happens without me doing anything except I introduce two people.
0: Right. And I'll get people, well, you know, you support other podcasters and you, and you do this. Do they interview you back? And I say, some do, some don't. Well, why don't they interview you back? And I said, that's their reason, mm-hmm. not mine. You know, I'm not going to be take it personally offended if they don't, right? Um, I may not be their cup of tea or maybe they don't feel they're going to interview me or whatever the case is. It's all right. So, yeah. you know, if people... Don't do things back immediately. Maybe they're inundated with things and they can't, or maybe it's something that will happen later, Mm -hmm. right? But do not go and do something looking for immediate return. You, When you're seeding something, wanting it to grow, you water and you nurture it and you allow it to grow at its own time. And you only pick the flowers when it's ready, not beforehand. So just allow, spend the time in seeding and watering and allow it to grow. And then you will see which way it's going to go.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I like to say sometimes it's just a matter of you've created something beautiful by making this connection between two people who are then going to create something they wouldn't have otherwise. And that's part of your legacy and the positive impact you made on the planet. And so in a way, that's the gift that keeps on giving that you can say, I had a part in that because I introduced them together.
0: Yeah, that orchestra. Yes. <laughs> that symphony <Yes>. you're playing. <laughs> yes, I'm a part of that. And yeah, it's it's, it's it's it was it was like with this summit that I've just done, and it, and it's I look at the people that are in there, and I'm you know I'm in that same category, and then I also look at the other people, and I'm oh God, I've interviewed them. How awesome they're a part of this, and. Um, and i'm I'm now of course with so many shows that i have done i look at the people and the impact that they're doing and many of them have pivoted into other directions and it's so wonderful to see them not giving up like this this week's show has also got the pink lady at 88 with her own tv show and Mm -hmm. esther schifrin at 83 who's been writing a poem a a rhyme every single day of covid and Mm -hmm. you know here are two ladies that are just going it ain't over until it's over, you know? And <laughs> a wonderful example of life, you know? Like, it's life is about living. It's about participating. It's about relationships, mm-hmm. business, personal, with yourself. Everything is about a relationship.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And building those connections and building those beautiful relationships is what creates meaning to life and what really brings fulfillment is being able to say, I helped make the world a better place by me creating positivity and helping other people connect and connecting with other people who are doing positive things yes. as well.
0: Being engaged, right? Yeah. Sharing. Everything yeah. is about sharing. The more you share, the more it grows and the more it comes back to you in other ways, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. That energy begets the energy. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. it does. So people can also go to selfdiscoverymedia.com and just put in Elaine Jacques. All three of her shows will come up. I please do invite you to go back and listen to each one of them. Uh, they're always filled with this wonderful joy and loving care that exudes from her. But the first one is about her business. The second one was with was actually navigating the times through COVID along with uh, Chris Salem, and of course mm-hmm. this one is the art of connection, of which she is the queen of. Which likes to be called a princess. <laughs> <laughs> so always a delight to have you on. I know that there's going to be many more in the future. You are truly a wonderful glow. You really are a wonderful glow. Every time I speak about you or interact with you, I just see a wonderful glow of warmth and love. And you really are that. And it's, you are an exceptional person. So thank you.
1: Well, thank you, Sarah. And so are you. And that's why every time you reach out to me and say, will you be on my show? I'm like, yes, absolutely. I will send you a message right now. <laughs> yeah. You are just such a beautiful light in our world. And I just love sending people to you because I know they're going to have just an amazing experience. So thank you. Oh, thank you for being new. disco you.
0: together, right? <laughs> Our lights are flashing.
1: That's right.
0: (laughs) Come and dance on our dance floor.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, wonderful! Well, it's been wonderful having you here again, Levin. I guess I said I know there's going to be more down the road, and and you know, I just hope people have learned that there is an art to the communication, and that it is interaction, it is participation, it is kindness and caring, and if they want to see how it's done, all they have to do is follow you on LinkedIn and just see how it is done and learn from her because Thank you. she's the princess of it. <laughs> Thank you. You're very kind. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, folks, remember, be mindful, be heartful, be soulful, be thoughtful, but be interactive. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life.
1: Thank you for listening.